Hey everyone, it's Cassie and this is Chrissy and this is Did You Catch That with Cassie and Chrissy. Thursday night, Yanni's and the Milwaukee Bucks lucked out. I know Cassie's probably like, excuse me, lucked out. <laughs> I was about to say, they didn't luck <laughs> out. <laughs> well, they, they forced a game seven with the Brooklyn Nets and I... I'm shocked. I'm very, very shocked. The Bucks defeated the Nets 104 to 89. Yanni's put up 34 points, 12 rebounds, and four assists. We also can't forget Chris Middleton as well. He put up 25 points, four rebounds, five assists. Drew Holiday, too. I remember we talked about that outrageous trade that happened, how they acquired Drew Holiday. And now look at them. Game seven. The Nets, like, what are we thinking? So, I was going to say, I mean, I wasn't shocked at all. And I think it's because, <laughs> obviously, I'm a Bucks fan, but I'm, like, not a biased fan. Because even with the Cowboys, I'm not biased. I think I just, like, see, like, I know more about the Bucks than, like, a lot of people. Do you get what I'm trying to say? Mm-hmm. It's, like, everyone's, like, shocked. But I think people are forgetting how good the Bucks actually are. Um, Until, like, a couple years ago, until, like, the Nets added all these players. They were like, you know, no one was talking about them like this, but granted they added all these players, but the Bucks have been like in playoff talks and like final talks for a couple, like a few years now. And obviously they, they've choked the past couple years in the playoffs, but I think people have tended to forget how good they actually are. Like, I don't think the Nets, like everyone made it seem like, oh, the Nets are such a big challenge for the Bucks, which obviously is a challenge, but I don't think the Nets are that much better than the Bucks. Like, I don't think it was such a challenge for the Bucks as like, people are making it seem to be you know I I, I don't like, agree really like the thing is <laughs> I don't agree the thing is the Bucks when they're hot they're hot I was about to say Chris right Middleton, but when it's time to really show up like I we think, don't always do that like Chris yeah Chris Middleton when he's hot he's hot like he was yesterday but I think the, the big difference was Drew Holiday and PJ Tucker mm-hmm. adding Drew Holiday and PJ Tucker I think is going to bring the Bucks more consistency because before that it was Yanni's. Yeah. And yeah, like one person cannot carry the whole team. It was Yanni's and Chris Middleton. And as you said, like when Chris Middleton is hot, he's hot, but he's not always hot. Um, So I think adding Drew Holiday, we really needed a point guard because when we got rid of Malcolm Brogdon and then Eric Bledsoe, you know, I wasn't too hot with that, but we really needed Drew Holiday and adding PJ Tucker. I feel like they brought, one, it brings experience and also more consistency to the team. Mm-hmm. And, yeah, I think the Bucks are underrated in the sense of, like, the Bucks get hated on a lot. I think the Bucks get unwarranted hate. And I think that's why everyone thinks. But if you really look at it, like, the Bucks are a great team. Like, I just think the Bucks get, like, unwarranted hate and they're, like, the team that, people choose to like get on um but obviously it's a challenge like this is the NBA but I don't think it would be so difficult for the Bucks to win this series as like more people are making it seem like I think it's very capable I think the Bucks are a great team and I think the Bucks could go to the finals um but again based on their past playoff experience like they do tend to choke and they're more inconsistent in the playoffs but if they played like they did yesterday I mean Chris Middleton was on fire they, I mean, the, the whole team. Well, here's what I will say. If they make it past the Nets and don't get to the NBA Finals, 
I've had enough. Like, mm-hmm. I have had enough. And I think the reason why people respond to the Bucks, and not just the Bucks as a team, but Yannis as well, I think that they respond to them the way that they do because it's like when it's really time to showcase how great of a team you are, like when it really, really counts, like you said, they choke. And because it's been happening so consistently, I think that some of that hate is understandable. No, um, but but there's like other teams that choke too and they're not getting this hate. And if you look at it, they choked like the bubble was I don't really count the bubble. Like I do, but like <gasps> No, don't do that. You have to count the bubble. No, I count it, but I don't count it in the sense of like, oh, they choked this and that. Like it was just a whole new environment, is what I'm trying to say. But the year they lost, but everyone was, was under those circumstances. Yeah, so they exactly. Don't get a special but, pass. No, I'm not giving a special. I'm giving a special pass to every single team, not just the Bucks. But the Eastern Conference Finals, they choked to the Raptors, and Kawhi went off. Like it's not like they're choking to these bad teams. Like, do you know what I mean? Like, there's so many other teams that have choked, and they don't. They don't get. I think the Bucks are get, get the hate they get because of Yanni's and he's so exactly. Good. I was about to say that it's because Yanni's. Well, that's not what I was gonna say. I was going to say because of Giannis, but not because I think he's so good. I, I think he's a good player, but I think it's because of the recognition that the league gives Giannis. And a lot of people just don't see what the league sees. So that's why the team as a whole gets the hate that they do because he leads that team. And for a lot of viewers, things just aren't matching up in terms yeah. of like the accolades that he is awarded. Mm-hmm. Um, it's just, like, I, I get it. I really like, I think, but then another thing, MVP, they don't count playoff play. Which Yanni's reg- Yeah, but that's the thing. They don't. Yanni's regular season is insane. He won defensive player of the year and MVP. Do you know what I mean? Like, yeah. you know, like, honestly, the hot player is just who everyone picks to hate on. I've done it too in the past. Like, Tom Brady, he's great, but I hate on him. And that's just how it's going to be with Yanni and the Bucks. Like, I've realized that everyone, like, gets at me for even being a Bucks fan um, sometimes. And I'm just like, whatever. Like, I don't care. But that's just how it is. Like, that's how it's going to be. And I think people – I think people are too hard on them at times. Um, and I do think they need to prove themselves this season. Like, literally, they, they have to. They do. Yeah. And like, now – Yeah. Now, it's like, like, if you made it this yeah. far, you can't stop now. And – um. I agree with you. If they play the way that they did um, in game six, and if the Nets continue to do what they're doing, like, I could see the Bucks taking the series. It's like, yeah. we, we don't have Kyrie Irving right now. Um, there's no Spencer Dinwiddie. And then, like, we still have KD, Doing what KD does. Yeah, like KD's insane. <laughs> 49 points, 17 rebounds, 10 assists in game six, but that still wasn't enough. You know, yeah. it was like James Harden. The, the, I, I don't even know. No. What? I mean. He's insane. And it's still, it wasn't enough. So mm-hmm. if he can't do it on his own, you say it all the mm-hmm. time. One person like can't yes. carry the whole team. And exactly. it's like. Kyrie being out should not be the determining factor mm-hmm. of if this team makes it to the mm-hmm. finals. 
especially considering that he has when I say he, I mean um, KD. Yeah, James Harden. Like th- yep. it doesn't make any sense to me at all. I think I yeah exactly. I like that you brought that up. Like KD can't do it on his own, and in that same effect, Giannis can't either. Right. But Giannis right. never had. Giannis didn't have um a Kyrie, although he's hurt. You know what I mean. But yeah. Giannis didn't have a Kyrie. Giannis didn't have a James Harden on his team. Like you know what I mean. Like he just got a Drew Holiday. <laughs> yeah, but um. No, I'm saying like he, he's he's just getting like that's what I'm that's what I'm trying to say. Yeah. Like, in the past, everyone's like Yanni's this, the Bucks this, they choked this and that. In the past, it was literally only Yanni's and then Chris Middleton. But even Chris Middleton, he's not like like I love Chris Middleton, but once again, he's not consistent and he's you can't really compare him to like uh like Kyrie KD like those guys. You know what I mean? Yeah, like Yanni's comparable the to them. Yanni's never had this. Finally, right. we made moves this season. And I think it's paying off, but I think people feel – and then, like, okay, yeah, but he's the MVP. I understand that, but look, KD. KD can't do it on his own right now. He's right. struggling still. Like, I'm so glad you brought that up because that just gave me an even better argument when people try to argue with me. Do you get what I'm trying to say? Like, No, it, it's definitely valid. It's people, like – Yeah, people overlook that. Um, But, yeah, I think the roster change the Bucks made, like, I think adding Drew – I love Drew Holiday and P.J. Tucker. Um, And I think if they win this game – I think they are going to go to the finals, like, knock on wood. And if everyone stays healthy. But, yeah, that's the thing. Like, everyone's like, oh, but Katie doesn't have these players. Yanni's never did until recently. hmm And even then. I can't argue not, that. You're right. Yeah. And even then, James Harden is one of the biggest names in the NBA. Kyrie Irving. You know what I mean? Like, Drew Holiday is amazing. And I think he's pretty much up there with them. But to people, he's not. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, and I love P.J. Tucker. I think they added it. But, yeah, like, Yanni's is just getting these players. It's literally, and you can't expect Giannis to play every game perfectly. Like, you know what I mean? Like, not right, everyone. That's why does. you need that that support. Exactly, and, and he and he's just getting it. Like, that's what that's what I'm trying to say. Like, I think he just gets. I think the Bucks are just honestly the team to like get on and hate on right now. Like, that's the trend, and it's okay. I mean, I'm fine with that. I'm a freaking Cowboys fan my whole life. Like, like <laughs> I'm I'm used in New York City. Like, I'm used to it. But yeah, like I think people don't realize like that Katie doesn't have these players. Giannis never did. So I think that's what you have to look at. Um, but yeah, if they come out with this series, I'm confident in them. Yeah, be- yeah. And they have something to prove. Yanni's has felt like he's had something to prove for the past couple years, and they finally have the team. And I love Coach Bud. I was about to ask you about Coach Bud. What do you think? I love him. Will happen if they lose Game Seven? Mm, I don't. I don't think anything will happen to him. I think um, the Bucks are very um, – what word am I looking for? Like, I want to say community-oriented, but more like family-oriented team. Where, like – like, I love Jason Kidd. Uh, like, I was sad when he left, and then they brought in that creepy interim head coach. I don't even remember his name. I was just <laughs> not a fan. And then when they brought in Coach Bud, I think I think he'll stay. The Bucks aren't the type to, like – give up on even their players easily. Mm-hmm. I think... <laughs> I mean, they, yeah, they've made trades. I mean, when they trade Malcolm Brogdon, I was like, what? But the Bucks aren't the type to, like, just keep switching coaches. The Bucks are the team to want to find a coach that's going to be there for the long run, like, years. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Um, and Coach Bud really, like, he's a good coach. Some things, like... The thing is with coaches, they don't control everything. Like, 
there have been coach coach changes and like okay now this team's gonna make it and then they have a new coach and they don't make it do you know what I mean like the coaches can only go so far and I think it's all about like the culture the coaches set too and I think in terms of like culture on the Bucks, the players the locker room culture like the tone that coach Bud said I think it's a good tone but once again like he can't go out there and play for them kind of thing like yeah, I think right. the Bucks, they just choke there's nothing wrong with anything specific. We added PJ Tucker and Drew Holiday. Like that's what we needed to add in previous seasons. And now that we have it, I don't think it's so much like the coach. I think it's just more like honestly, like we choke when we lose. You know what I mean? Yeah. And obviously we have to improve things. Um like Yanni's has some shooting things he has to improve, but I don't think it's anything on the coach. Um and I think they've set a good culture in Milwaukee and they like keeping people around for a while. So I don't think anything will happen to him. Um but then again, like, you can never know. Like, you know, you can't be too sure. Mm-hmm. But that's just how I see it. But I don't know. I'm pretty confident in my bucks. That's good to hear. Mm-hmm. I, I know- I'm very, like, I'm anxious to see mm-hmm. Game 7. It's going to be Saturday night at 8.30. I am very, very curious to see how that game is going to play out. Yeah, because the thing is, it can either go one way or another. Like, the whole series has been, you know... the back and forth back and forth back and forth well not re- yeah back and forth in the sense of like the bucks were down and then they tied it, and then the nets won another one but then the bucks tied again do you know what i mean mm-hmm. it's been very flip-floppy so it's hard to tell like what nets team are we gonna get and what bucks team are you gonna get right because it's two really good teams but i mean it's all about they're two really good teams it's all about who shows up more at the mm-hmm. end of the day whichever team shows up more the more consistent that's all that team really is gonna counts. win Exactly. Like, you can have all the mm-hmm. all the tools you need, but mm-hmm. if you're not using them, what good is it? Exactly. Cough, cough, Sixers. Literally, because this matchup is like this matchup is like a head-to-head matchup. It's not mm-hmm. like like the Nets and the Bucks going head-to-head. Like it's a true like toe-to-toe matchup. It's not like one is so much better than the other. So well. you see, <laughs> I know you're gonna say that, but come on, look. Uh. KD couldn't win just by himself. People, Giannis wasn't able to. Okay. And everyone wants to hate on Giannis. You have to look at it that way. You're it's right. True. If, if that wasn't true, then we wouldn't have made it to a game seven. So you're exactly. Right. So, I think some people like. I think like people just like because KD's a huge name, James Harden's a huge name, Kyrie Irving. They have these huge names, but if you actually look at it, like they do go head to head. Chrissy, no. <laughs> No, they do, though. It's true. Just because they're not these big names. Like, like KD couldn't... KD... It was KD, James Harden, Blake Griffin. Just because Kyrie was out, he couldn't do it, right? But everyone's going to say, oh, because Kyrie was out. But Yanni's literally never had these people. If you put... If you put Kyrie and James Harden on Yanni's team, on the Bucks, what would happen? Well, that's... Okay. Do you know what I mean? That like, would change the situation. Yeah, of this this is that's what I'm saying. Like this really truly is a head to head matchup, and you saw the way they were playing. Like the Bucks are just so underrated because the Bucks don't have flashy players. That's what I call them. Mm. Like the Bucks never had flashy household name players until recently. Okay, like, I see what you're saying. Do you know what I mean? Like skill wise, look look how good the Bucks are doing. But like Pat Connaughton is underrated, but people aren't going to talk about him like that. Chris Middleton was hot when he's hot. He's hot, but they don't have like the Kyrie Irving has his own freaking shoe line, like a James Harden, you know? Mm-hmm. So it is a head-to-head matchup in that sense. I mean, look at it. It's not like, like, oh, this person's going to blow this person out. So at the end of the day, it's all about, like, which team shows up more and which team is more consistent in their play. Yeah. And that's all it comes down to, consistency. 
And now it's like um, the Nets have no choice but to really just do what we know all of you to be capable of doing because the Bucks, I have no doubt that they are hungry right now. Like it's mm-hmm. game seven. They're not about to flop. Mm-hmm. So exactly. it's, I think it's going to be a really, really, really close game. I oh, can't yeah. say who's going to win, but it's, I think it's going to be a close game. Yeah. It's going to be like a nail biter. Like even when I was watching Thursday night's game, obviously if the Bucks lost, they were out. So I was like watching it and I had like work pulled up on my computer and I, my dad was watching it and my dad's loud when he watches sports and my dad's a Knicks fan, but obviously he was Yanni's the Greek freak, you know, he's a good old Greek guy. So my dad's rooting for him and I was just like looking at my dad's reactions, but then they took the lead, but then they would chip down the lead and then they would take the lead again. So it wasn't too stressful, but in the first half of the game, I was like trying to look at my dad to see, cause I don't even like, it's so nerve wracking watching basketball in my opinion, with a game like this is more nerve-wracking than football. I agree. Because bas- basketball switches second by second, second by second. Like, especially when the score's close, you know? Like, when the mm-hmm. score's close. But in football, it's just more calculated. It takes longer to score. But basketball, it's like a nail-biter, you know? Yeah, that's so, true. Yeah, it's going to be a nail-biter game. And, well, just... <laughs> <laughs> So I didn't even want to think about it. Like, I have faith in my team, but uh, it reminds me of, like, when I first started liking them, they won 13 games in one season. We've come a long way, but we can't keep saying that every year. So we really need to make a more. Your team and my team alike, because... You want to talk about that? Let's talk about that, Christy. Let's, Let it let's out. get into it, because <laughs> I don't even know what else I need to say at this point. Like, I've just, I've had enough. I feel like I am just... Fed up. Fed up. Fresh frustrated. Frustrated is a good word. I've had enough. I mm-hmm. feel like I feel bamboozled <laughs> by the Sixers. It's just they, they get our hopes up mm-hmm. to let us down. Mm-hmm. And I don't understand. Like the Sixers game six against the Hawks is tonight, actually, Friday night yep. at 7:30. And I am just praying that we can force a game seven because we like it could be over for us tonight because yeah. game five was horrendous. Ask any Sixers fan and they'll tell you the same. Like we yeah. should have had that game in the bag. We blew a 26 point lead. Yeah. And they just gave that game away. Like there's no other way to really summarize that game you a 26 point lead that's something that atlanta teams do not yeah, us that, that's that's embarrassing it's very embarrassing and yeah. everything was fine until like the fourth quarter there was still a huge lead yeah but it was like Joel Embiid and seth curry were the only two sixers to score a field goal in the second half and that that was only one problem just let me let me say that again Joel Embiid and Seth Curry were the only two Sixers to score a field goal in the second half. Do you ever feel bad for Joel Embiid? Yes. Mm-hmm. And I know a lot of people have um, they have their opinions on Joel mm-hmm. Embiid. And, I like but him. I like him, too, and I do think mm-hmm. that he's matured, and I think he's become a yeah. really good leader for the team, and he's mm-hmm. trying his best. And I think that his frustrations are valid. Yeah. No, it's me pretty too. pretty annoying. Yeah. And the thing with this game, 
like we were just talking about like the nuts and bucks. This is this is game seven. So it's like winner takes all, loser goes home kind of thing. But with the Sixers, you have to win two more games to go. Yeah. You know, because this game is all about just forcing a game seven, not going home. So exactly. do you think uh, the 76ers are capable of? We're absolutely capable. But okay, it's just a I didn't mean capable. Like, oh, I'm sorry. I, I wasn't like yelling at you. Sorry. No, 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 no. <laughs> I just, I know. Yeah, obviously they are capable. Do you think they're going to do it? I, That's the real question, right? Yeah, yeah. Like, are we actually going to yeah. show up and get the job yeah. done? Because, like, the tools are there. Like, I know you want to believe in your team. Like, personally, I think the Bucks can do it, but I'm not going to be like, oh, they're going to do it. But I have good hope and I ha- think they have a good chance. But, like, what, like, obviously you want your team to win, but, like, what is your deep down, what is your gut telling you? That we're probably going to lose the series. I'm being mm-hmm. like, completely honest. Which yeah. is super, it's pretty disappointing because, um, like I said, the tools are there, but it's just like, not picking on any particular player because it was a a collective outside of Joel Embiid and Seth Curry because they did great. Yeah. But, like, I mean, with Ben Simmons, he was four for 14 from the free throw line. Ben Simmons annoys me. Sorry. Continue. I just like, had to get that. <laughs> Tobias played 38 minutes and only had four points, four rebounds, and three assists. Like, it's yeah. just – it's really – unacceptable there was a video of a Sixers fan like going off on the news I love when they interview fans after a game and it's it's on like the late night news yeah they just go in he was like we spend our hard-earned money to come to these games and this is what you do like he was so upset and as funny as it was it's true like this this isn't even excusable yeah it's yeah it's just really frustrating now, do you think they're going to win Saturday night? Like, do you think they will force a game seven? If they force it tonight? Um, yeah, oh, tonight. I'm in tonight, not Saturday. Okay, um, tonight. Friday night, yes, tonight. I, um. On the count of three, your gut, ready? Three, two, one. No. Ah, okay. That's I mean, so hey. That's sad. No, that's good. That means you're not biased for me. I've been paying more attention to the Bucks series, obviously, so, like, I can't really give my input on it, but it seems like they're just <clears> not <throat> clicking. And the Hawks seem like they just want it a little more. Mm-hmm. And I think, like, in this case, I don't know. I mean, but it could go either way. You never know. Um, But <clears> I do think I do think the Hawks are going to take the series. Um, I don't know if it'll be in a Game 7 or Game 6, though. So. Right. Okay, so... I, I do think that they have a greater chance of making a comeback this game than they do actually winning the entire series. Yeah, so maybe so they'll win this win game. Tonight. Yeah, and then it's, lose game seven. Yeah, that's what it's, yeah. it's looking like. They might, out of frustration, you know, like they might be frustrated with their performance and come out and win this game and force it to game seven. Because at the end of the day, the Hawks are good, but they're not like we can definitely take. Yeah, them. like you guys are capable of beating them. You know what I mean? Like, it's not like it's like impossible. Like, I honestly, I thought it was a pretty fair matchup as well. Like, it's I think, very fair. Uh-huh. There's I nothing think, yeah. wrong. Like, 
there are no mm-hmm. um, advantages yeah. here. I think it's very even. Yep. That's why I think that's why, like, so far, like, at least in, like, the Eastern Conference, I think the playoff matches are really fair this time around. Um, Like, there's a fair chance for both teams, you know? Like, it's hard mm-hmm. to say who's going to win. Um, But, yeah, I mean, for you, I, I, I do hope the 76ers win. Just for you, because I really don't like either <laughs> team. Like, I don't like the Hogs either. Trae Young grinds my gears for no reason. Um, So... I wouldn't oh, be mad if on. yeah, I wouldn't be mad if the 76ers won, but then I'm rooting for the Bucks if they win. But yeah, I just think it's very frustrating as a fan. And I'm sure like I'm saying all these things and I know that if the fans are frustrated, I know that the team is frustrated. Yeah. Even if they themselves as a player contributed to the loss, I know that they're frustrated as well. Yeah, I mean it's embarrassing, you know? It's very embarrassing. So I hope that like they harness that embarrassment and yep. turn it into some energy that will get them to game seven. Yeah. Like, especially, like, I just, like, it's just so frustrating when you know, like, your team's capable of it. Like, it's just confusing when you have, like, the talent and, like, the execution just isn't there. Which, right. like, the team that I choose I'm familiar with, that's, like, I think that's how I pick my teams. Which team has the talent but poor execution? Like, that's literally every yeah, single poor team I like. execution. That's, like, the perfect yeah. way to describe it. It's just Even so that- confusing. The players that I use as examples, like Ben Simmons and Tobias, the talent is there. Like, I don't think people are frustrated because they're not talented. I think people are frustrated because we know they are. And it's it's just like, what is going on? The pieces aren't adding up. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. And it's not it's not matching up with the pay either. Exactly. But don't get me started on that. Yeah. And I'm gonna get into WNBA pay. Yeah. And it's like no, I agree. Like, I felt like that. Um, I feel for you. I don't feel, really feel that way. Like, with the with the Milwaukee Bucks, for example, like, I think they just choked in the playoffs and Giannis needed that extra help that he got. Like, I think that's the reason. But when you talk about the Dallas Cowboys, for example, if you look at, like, obviously we have to fix some positions, but, like, we had, like, a great quarterback. We have a great quarterback. We have a great running back. We had a great line we have we had all these great pieces a few seasons ago but like like you go on the field they all look like they're like third string you know (laughs) that's you know what I mean like I know how you feel like we have all these big players like a few years ago especially like respectively they were all like top 20 top 10 every single one in their position but like when they go out on the field it's like what am I watching do you know what I mean what am I watching yeah it's like they're they're all individually you look at them like oh he's good he's good he's good but then when you put it all together it's like what's going on like this literally is not making sense like like it literally makes no sense when you watch it like how the the talent and the skill of the players translating yeah so i get your frustration with this um it's just so frustrating like, it doesn't make sense i don't know like <laughs> yeah game five um <clears throat> definitely for for all sixers fans didn't make sense I don't to blow a lead like that. It's not even like 26 points. Exactly. It's not even like they were like down the whole game or it was like a neck to neck game the whole time. Like they blew a 26 point lead. Like 26 points in basketball isn't like a a little thing either. Like, come on. Do you know what a team has to do to catch up 26 points? Do you know what the team who was in the lead had to not do to let the other team get up 26 points? 
Yeah, that's down to the wire. Mm-hmm. It wasn't a gradual like catch up. It was pretty no. quick. Yeah. Yeah, that's that's very frustrating. I mean, hopefully they force a game seven also because it's just more fun for basketball fans. Um, you know, I tried to find solace and knowing that if we do get eliminated by the Hawks, at least we won't have to go up against the Nets. But now, even the Nets are fighting for their lives. Or the Bucks. <laughs> I know, if our teams have to play each other. I mean, we're Cow Cow and Eagles fans anyways, but this is more serious. Like, this, this is, is to go to the finals. You know what I mean? Yeah. Uh, now, what changes do you think the 76ers will make if they lose? Like, do you think they'll make big changes? Mm, let me think about that. Like, it's hard to say because you don't really know, like, the relationship and all that. But I feel like even the 76ers, like, for the past few years, like, the fans have been super frustrated. Very. And I'm going to be honest with you. I don't see any major changes. Yeah, happening. me either. That's why I actually I'm like maybe you'll know a bit more. But for me, at like all. when I look at 76ers, I don't see it either. But I was just wondering, like your take on it. I don't see it yeah. personally. I, mm-hmm. I don't see because I don't. Yeah. I don't see a problem with Doc. Doc's not going anywhere. Oh, at least I love him. I don't think he should go anywhere. Yeah, he shouldn't. Um, I know that a lot of people are not happy with Ben Simmons, but I say it all the time. I they're not getting rid of him yeah they're just not like I can't say why but they're not gonna do it like we gotta get over that as a collective it's it's just not gonna happen yeah I agree at least not in the foreseeable future the way that I'm looking at it like no because if they let James Harden go because of Ben like what I don't understand it's not happening yeah I, I agree with you for some reason like I feel like every team has an attachment to one player that people don't really get. Um, And I feel like Ben Simmons is that player. And I feel like, like, I guess, like, they could explain why. You know what I mean? It's not like he's, like, horrible kind of thing. But, like, it's frustrating for the fans. Like, I don't think Ben Simmons is as good as, like, clearly they think he is. But at the same time, it's like they do have reason. Do you get what I'm trying to say? Because... Right, they they see something exactly that we have not exactly, and they they want to hold community exactly, and they want to hold on to that. But and I can't knock it, but at the same time, it's, it's like, like something has to give. You know, like it's not like it's a new thing. Like I remember last season, you were frustrated with him as well. Yeah. So it's just ugh, sports is like like you choose like a team for fun, and then it's like they literally and you get mess- attached. And they mess with your emotions. Like, they mess with your mood. Like, truly. It's the craziest thing to me. Unfortunate. <laughs> but, yeah, I mean, I hope for you they force it to game seven. And I hope for me the Bucks take it. Please check in on me if they lose tonight. <laughs> I will. I will. I'll be watching the game. I'll be texting you. If the Bucks lose, well, man, I... <laughs> uh, I don't even want to think about it. I have faith in them. But, th- again, like, it can go either way. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, I'm not not confident in them, but I'm not overly confident. Ugh, we'll, we'll check in on one another. Right. Well, we'll, we'll circle back. <laughs> yeah, we'll, we'll circle back. And then uh, next week we can discuss who's going to be in the Eastern Conference Finals. <laughs> yeah. yeah. That, isn't it crazy both of our teams could be? That would be very, very exciting. 
And I'll, I would be shocked. Oh, yeah, I would be shocked, but, like, oh, I would be shocked, but I think the Bucks have a better chance than the 76ers, obviously, you do too, no? Yeah. Yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah. Like, that's why, because we're not biased when it comes to that. But I think, like, it's just cool to think like that, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like, our teams could go head to head. I don't think they're gonna, but maybe in the future, like, that's cool. Yeah. But, yeah, um, we'll check in on one another. I'll be watching the game. Mm-hmm. Hopefully, I'll, I'll live text you. <laughs> <laughs> In much lighter and happier and joyous news, there is a new baby. Kyrie Irving and his longtime partner, Marlene Wilkerson, or as I knew her on YouTube, the find guru. <laughs> welcome. Yeah, that's how I, I knew her. I didn't even know her yeah. name was Marlene. <laughs> <laughs> They welcomed their first child together, a son. Now, Kyrie already has a five-and-a-half-year-old daughter named Azuri from a previous relationship, but this is his first child with Marlene. On June 14th, she posted a video to her YouTube channel called Our Pregnancy Journey that showed like a lot of really precious moments between her and Kyrie, including some clips from her home birth like her sitting in the tub and him just like catering to her through the process. And I remember, um, cause I've been subscribed to her YouTube for years now. And I remember mm-hmm. seeing him in an old video. I believe it was on her channel. I know I saw a video that they were both in yeah. a while ago, but then that was the last that I saw of them. And I completely Ooh. forgot that they were even together. Yeah. That's how low key they are, which I really like. Well, yeah. When you think about Kyrie, like, there's some players that, like, you attach them to their, like, partners, you know? Yeah. But with Kyrie, it was never like that. Like, never like that. You know? He's very, very um, private, and I, I really yeah. like that for him. Um, and it shows that you can do that if you really just take the right measure. I you think after the Kehlani drama, he was like, okay, never again. But even before that, I think he, well, yeah, yeah, maybe. But maybe. even before that, no, he was low-key about it. It's just people found out. Right. Like, you know, he's not flashy like that. And, wow. It makes me so happy as a new little baby. I don't know why. Like, I feel like yeah. Kyrie's just good dad. Um, but yeah, like, I, I completely forgot that they were together. So when I saw her video, when I saw, like, the thumbnail on my feed, our pregnancy journey, it didn't even register to me that it was her and Kyrie. So when I watched Ooh. it, I was like, wow. Like, yeah. this is so beautiful. And I'm not going to lie. I got teary-eyed. <laughs> Outside of it being a really beautiful montage, um, the video has a very, like, a really beautiful narration from a girl named Jamara Amani. And I really encourage anyone who hasn't seen the video to go watch it. Again, her YouTube is The Find Guru, F I N D Guru, G U R U. Um, the meditation, not the meditation, the the narration opens saying meditation for black women, black mamas, and black families chosen and given. And there's soothing background music while the video is being narrated. And I think the idea behind it is to soothe and cater to the black experience when it comes to pregnancy. Um, yeah. A lot of black women today are opting out of delivering in hospitals because it it's is, dangerous. It's unbelievably dangerous. And yep. you never really know unless you know 
black women personally yep. or you read up on the studies mm-hmm. but I actually like I I know people personally who have lost um friends or family members like other black yeah. women have lost their lives after delivering a child in the hospital because the yeah. doctors aren't paying close enough attention they're not or believing taking, what they're saying right they're not taking them serious I mean mm-hmm. there's even black athletes who've spoken out about that we yeah. have um Allison Felix Serena you know what I'm saying like yep yeah, if you read about it, it is shocking. Um, even looking at the statistics. It's very, very scary, yeah. and it shouldn't be that way. So I'm not surprised that um, Marlene and Kyrie chose the home birth route. Um, it's just a lot safer, and it's more comforting when you have – I mean, I'm assuming I've never had a child, but just based on the mm. visuals in that video – you know, doulas, midwives, and yep. stuff like that are becoming more of the route to go I was, when it comes to, like, giving birth. Yeah, I was going to say the video, community. it was a great video, and I agree, like, it was a beautiful video, but also, like, the message, because I feel like home birds are, like, intimidating and scary. Mm-hmm. Like, when I think of a home birth, like, it's intimidating and scary, but like you said, for a lot of black women, like, that's the safer route, you know? Yeah, and it's like I'm not even in a space right now to think about kids, Mm -hmm. but I've definitely thought about the birthing experience, and it sucks that we have to think about stuff like that. Like Mm -hmm. our chances of dying is higher, and I, I think I knew from like when I was eighteen, nineteen that I was like I think I would want a birth. And I feel like her video kind of can bring a little uh, peace of mind to a lot of black women out there who yeah. are doing a home birth or are planning on when the time comes. Because the video was like, it was really put together. So I like that too. Because yeah. I think it's good for black women to see, like give them a peace of mind in that sense. Right. Um. Yeah, the video was, it was a it amazing was so video. It was, it was. And I don't know if you've seen like, her other videos or if you've ever watched her channel but her and Kyrie, when it comes to like um because isn't he vegan or did I did I read that um, about somebody else no I know he he does have like dietary he he was vegan yeah he is he adopted a plant-based diet in 2017 right because he he like yeah I didn't know if he still was but he is it says he promos, um, I think it's Beyond Burger or Impossible mm-hmm. Burger. One mm-hmm. of those. I could yeah. just be saying anything. But um, I do know, like, he's just very... They're very mindful and, like, conscious about... Yes. And she's the same way. Like, mm-hmm. I learned a lot about the alkaline diet through her. I don't follow it, yeah. but I learned so much from yeah, watching very, her like, they're very mindful about like the soul, body, spirit kind yeah, of thing, like taking care of yourself. Health, yeah. Very health conscious, very mm-hmm. in tune, and oh my god, like it's just so beautiful. It's yeah, so nice I think, to witness. I think they do match well together. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. But for yeah, the sure. video was beautiful. Mm-hmm. Um and it was just well put together and you know, we talked about it and I think it was yeah. Maybe they I'm also, gonna go. I'm I'm gonna go watch it again after. This. I know I, I watched it a few times because mm-hmm. you wanna. It's like I watched the first time for the visuals, then I watched the second time for the audio because the narration was so yeah beautiful. And they also wrote a dedication at the end of the video that reads, 
a dedication to indigenous women to reclaim their bodies and heal our lineage through sacred natural birth. May Mm -hmm. you find your way to that inner knowing. May we educate, empower, and assist each other through the sacred journey of becoming and being a mother. So this type of, this route for birth has a lot of ties to it. Like it's a spiritual thing. It's a historic thing. It's, it's just so, listen, if you, if you haven't seen the video, go watch it. Go watch it. Like, yeah, that's why it's awesome. It's it's like educational, but at the same time, it gives women, like I said, who are going through a peace of mind. Yeah. Or, you know, like it was just very well put together and the meaning behind it also. Um, yeah. And I, I pray that I know everyone's experience. I know a lot of people's experience isn't like that, but whether you have a home birth or, um, a hospital birth, I have a friend who gave birth in her car. <laughs> like <sighs> if you give, yeah, give birth anywhere, wherever you give birth. I, I just feel like every mother should be in a, a peaceful yeah. state of mind. Like that's how it's supposed to be in your brain. An environment. Yeah. yeah. And I also really liked like in the video, um, they didn't show this part, but you could hear it. As soon as she gave birth, it was like the first voice that the baby heard was Kyrie's. I think mm-hmm. that's really, that's deep. That's significant. That's very spiritual. I, I don't yeah. know. I was thinking about it like that. Like I really like that. And I mean, not to get like, all into because this has nothing to do with me but like I said I've definitely thought like I think I want a home birth yeah and of course I want my my partner my husband whoever um because I don't know I mean I hope I'm married when I have kids but you know (laughs) life life be happening but you know my man the father I, I want him to be right there and I always thought like oh my god like I I would like for him to be the first person, like, yeah, you know, to just hold the baby or, you know, I yeah, think no, I know you <laughs> Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's hard not to think about. Also, like as we get older, yeah, like we're getting to that age. Like this is a lot of people around me are having kids. Mm-hmm. Me too. A lot of people I went to high school with are having kids. Um, I haven't even thought about it personally. Obviously. <laughs> <laughs> A kid right now is definitely not the move. Oh my but... God. Personally, I'm not ready. I guess some people are. But yeah. like, I'm not, and I'm not ready in any aspect of my life. Also, when I have a kid, I have to have a C-section. It's because of my medical problems. Really? Like, I don't even have a, yeah. Because, um, like, most type 1 diabetics have to have a C-section. Oh, okay. Um, gotcha. And so I have to have a C-section. But I also have to go to the doctor, like, every couple weeks. To After get like or while, no, while I'm pregnant, gotcha. Okay. Every couple of weeks to like check up because it's a high risk pregnancy. Because so then it's I also very have... close monitor pregnancy. Mm-hmm. And then I have a couple other issues with like even getting pregnant to begin with. Like my doctor said, like naturally, like I probably can't even naturally. Like that's another thing. But like it's just like too much. Like I, I just, I'm just not in the position to think about that right now. Yeah. But I mean, I do think about it. But like not like right now. Like one, pregnancy. kids are expensive. So expensive. Oh my god. Not gosh. only are babies expensive, but do you know what pregnancy does to your body? Yeah. Listen. The older I get, the more I learn, you learn? about what pregnancy Chrissy, does to yes. your body. Yes. Mm-hmm. I'm not ready. 
at all. Yeah, I'm not ready. That's why I'm like, hopefully, God willing, I can have one on my own and then I want to adopt or do other ways. But even that's expensive. Yeah. So, yeah, I haven't thought about it, but I know a lot of people around me are having babies and it's beautiful to see, but I can't even think about that right now. (laughs) Like, like, I I don't know how people do it. Like, I'm proud of you. Right. I think motherhood, parenthood, childbearing, all everything under that umbrella is so, so personalized mm-hmm. and very, very tender as a topic. Yep. So it's just like it's not like a one size fits all thing. Not at all. So seeing just one person's experience be as beautiful as what exactly. Marlene showed us is very um very comforting, very encouraging. And encouraging. That's a good word. The whole yeah. video was very encouraging to um like the black community and people who, yes. you know, are looking to do home births. To find someone, find a partner that is your like your soulmate. I mean, I don't yep. know these people, but this is just the vibe I'm getting from the video. Like finding someone that you're equally yoked with that wants the same mm-hmm. thing that you want has like just understands you like and I feel is like supportive and just present yeah. for like their connection like, like I feel like Kyrie and her like their connection goes deeper than like like oh like you know what I mean like I feel like they live their life the same way because you even said you've watched her before mm-hmm. and they're very similar in the way they're very like conscious about their bodies and all that yeah so yeah uh well I don't know I'm happy for them and the video was beautiful. Everyone go watch it. Please go watch it. You yep. will not regret it. Yep. Thank you guys so much for tuning into season two, episode 17 of Did You Catch That with Cassie and Chrissy. Make sure that you're subscribed to us here on Spotify and that you're following us on Twitter and Instagram at DYCT Podcast. Again, that is DYCT Podcast. And you will hear from us next week. <laughs>